At Total Wine & More, find the best gifts for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for sis or a single-barrel bourbon that dad will love. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21. Where can you find the best gifts at great low prices that everyone will love? At Total Wine & More, of course, with so many great bottles to choose from. Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. You reach for the top olive oils and invest in the best pans. But in the kitchen, how well do you care for your greatest tool, your hands? When mine take a beat in cooking and cleaning, which is often, I use Bag Bomb to work its wonders on my poor distressed skin. Created 125 years ago on a Vermont dairy farm, their soaps smell great in clean hands without stripping moisture, and their fast-absorbing lotion means I can quickly get back to cooking. Treat your hard-working hands to Bag Bomb, every chef's best friend. Use code FOOD52 for 20% off your order on bagbomb.com. Good through 2024. I'm going to... Slice my celery, which is my one of my personal favorite things to actually <laughs> slice. I, it's like so incredibly satisfying. And I use it a lot in my cooking now. And I just love the freshness and the bright and the crunch that you get from it. Hi, this is Play Me Recipe. I'm Eden Grinchpan, television host and cookbook author of Eating Out Loud. And today we are making a recipe for my book. It's poached eggs with frika tabbouleh, yogurt, and harissa. And this is my riff on a traditional Turkish dish in which you take poached eggs and you serve it with yogurt and finished it with a chili-infused oil and butter. But obviously, I had to put my own twist on it. And instead of serving it with bread, we serve it with this insanely addictive and delicious celery frika tabbouleh. You're going to love it. So I have a love affair with eggs. Um, I love eggs so much that I actually have an entire chapter dedicated to eggs in my book. And um, this recipe was just a no-brainer to me, and it happened so organically. I had this dish once, this Turkish dish, um, where the eggs were just coated in this yogurt and served with this uh, chili-infused butter that like, I became so addicted to those flavors, and I absolutely loved the contrast of the creamy, tangy yogurt against the rich uh, yolk of the poached egg and that hot sauce, that butter, that hot butter sauce was just such a beautiful accompaniment. It was out of this world. So I definitely wanted to put my own spin on it. And when I started playing around in my kitchen, um, I felt, uh, you know, especially since bowls are such a big deal and people love them and they're always easy to put together and for me, I just love the ease of it all. Uh, I wanted to just throw everything into a bowl with a beautiful, really bright, crispy, fresh, new take on a tabbouleh salad. So I take my poached eggs, I put it in either labaneh or a garlic yogurt, or you can simply just season Greek yogurt with some sea salt to just amplify that flavor. Um, and then I just finish it with uh, harissa, harissa oil. So harissa is a North African spice paste. 
Um, I actually have a recipe for it in my book. I use um, some dried guajillo chili peppers that I rehydrate and I blend it with toasted coriander, cumin, garlic. I throw some um, hot cayenne uh, chili, fresh chili peppers in there just to bring that extra heat. And what happens a lot of the time is when I store it into the fridge, the oil um, kind of separates a little bit at the top. So I like to use that oil, that harissa oil, to finish off this dish. Um, if you don't have that, you can totally just mix harissa with a little bit of olive oil to just get the same consistency. Or you can simply just put the harissa um, or any kind of chili flake into the butter to heat up if you want to go more of a traditional route. Um, and as I said before, you know, this isn't being served with bread. This is being served with tabbouleh. And tabbouleh is such a classic, gorgeous salad, traditionally made with bulgur. Uh, but here I'm using cracked frika, which is this really gorgeous, nutty um, flavor and texture. It's bigger in size, the frika, than the bulgur. So I like that texture. And I add my little secret ingredient here, which is celery. And that celery just adds such a beautiful brightness, an insane crunch, and keeps the salad um, really light. And it's just fantastic, especially with that lemon juice and all the herbs. It adds a really nice lightness to the dish, and I think goes perfectly well and just brilliantly with the yogurt and the harissa and the poached eggs. Okay, so here are the ingredients you're going to need. Cooked, cracked frika. If you guys don't have frika, you can totally use bulgur here. Just follow the uh, recipe um, or the guidelines on the back of the bag. Freshly chopped parsley, freshly chopped dill, celery stalks finely diced, extra virgin olive oil, grated zest and juice, and kosher salt. That's all for the frika celery tabbouleh. And now for the rest of the uh, recipe, you need distilled white vinegar, eggs, lemony yogurt. You can also sub with labanet or just plain Greek yogurt with a pinch of sea salt, Aleppo pepper or red chili flakes to garnish, and flaky sea salt. I always like to start with this, the frika celery tabbouleh for this recipe. And the reason is, is, you know, this is something that can actually sit a bit uh, before you plate it. And you want, obviously, the poached eggs to be really hot and made right before you serve. So let's get this frika celery tabbouleh out of the way. I have already cooked the frika. And all you need to do, honestly, is follow the instructions on the back of the bag. Super simple. Um, just boil it until it has, like you want it a little al dente, you want there to be a bite, you'll get a beautiful nutty flavor. So I have that already cooled. I don't want to mix any of the herbs into the uh, grain when it's really hot. So make sure you cool it down and transfer it into a bowl. So it's already in the bowl. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to slice my celery, which is my one of my personal favorite things to actually <laughs> slice. I, it's like so incredibly satisfying. Um, and we want pretty small pieces here. We have two celery stalks. Okay. So you want to just run your knife through it so that it's pretty small. 
And if you're if you don't get a fine dice on it or you don't think it's small enough, you can honestly just run your knife right through it again. It doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be something that's small and not too big that goes with, you know, close-ish to the size of the frica. Frica's pretty small, but um, you don't want huge chunks of celery. So the first time I had uh, this flavor combination was actually in Israel. I think it was Tel Aviv or I, maybe it was Jerusalem. And uh, the hotel had the most insane breakfast spread. And they had this tabbouleh there. And in the tabbouleh there were there was celery. And celery isn't a traditional uh, ingredient that you get in a tabbouleh. And I just absolutely loved it. And I was like, I can't, there's no going back now. I need to have celery in my tabbouleh. It's so amazing how just, you know, going out and eating or traveling and exploring different places can really influence and inspire a lot of uh, what you make at home. So I'm just running my knife through this celery. Don't you love the crunch? Oh God, just the sound of that. So satisfying, and it smells so amazing. You know, celery, it's one of those ingredients I grew up eating, didn't really think that much about, you know, okay, it's in my chicken soup, I would smear peanut butter in it with raisins as a snack. It, it wasn't really something that I would, you know, grab or think that much of, but I did f- kind of fall in love with it again as an adult. And I use it a lot in my cooking now. And I just love the freshness and the bright and the crunch that you get from it. I've just added my celery into uh, my frica. Now I'm going to start chopping the herbs. Uh, There are a lot of herbs in this dish. I absolutely love herbs. I love the flavor you get from them. I, I sometimes just make salads with herbs. No lettuce leaves. Just fresh parsley, you can put fresh dill, fresh mint. Uh, I'm just like completely addicted. So um, I just like to, you know, I scrape the parsley with my knife along the sides to kind of get as many leaves off as possible. You don't want to have such like thick stalks on the inside. Uh, So I just like to double check that in my bundle there aren't, you know, uh, uh, thick stalks hiding. But it's okay if you have like a couple small ones, like they're still edible and delicious and fine and they pack a lot of flavor. Um, And what I like to do is I just like to bundle it up into a tight bunch and just run my knife right through that. So many good sounds, Lots lots of chopping of fresh, beautiful ingredients here. Okay, so just run your knife right through it. You wanna make sure that you get a nice fine chop here. I don't like such big chunks into the grain. Okay, I just finished the parsley and then I'm just gonna add that directly to the bowl with the frica and the uh, celery. And now I'm just gonna do the exact same with the dill. I have like an insane love affair with dill. I use a lot of dill in a lot of my recipes. Um, It's just, it's one of those herbs that just really packs a punch. It's almost buttery, grassy. 
um, and just full of so much flavor. Like, you know, this isn't an herb for, you know, just like visual sake. This herb really packs a punch. I love it so much. Um, and it just so happens to also be like gorgeous. Uh, so again, just, I'm going to roll it up into a pretty tight ball and run my knife right through it. And obviously make sure that you wash all of your herbs before you start cooking. Um, I like to rinse these, literally dunk them in cold water and then shake them a bit, let all the dirt fall to the bottom of the bowl. And then I remove them from the bowl and then I like to kind of dry them on a rack for a bit because I find that herbs can go pretty quickly, especially if you don't know how to treat them properly. Um, one way that I love is I just trim the base and I put it into a quart container with water and then cover the top with a Ziploc, a really big Ziploc. Or you can also just keep them, wrap them in a paper towel and wet the paper towel a little bit, just roll it up uh, nice and tight and keep that in the fridge like that. And it should last at least a week, which for me, obviously, like the longer you can have them, the better. There's nothing more depressing than throwing out um, a head of herbs that just like died on you. So take the dill and put it right into the bowl. I'm like out of breath from chopping this dill. Woo! Such a workout. No, I'm just so pregnant right now. And like even just doing stuff like this wins me. It's so crazy. Okay, so once you have that in there, it looks like an insane amount of green, greenery, and that's totally what you want. It will look a little crazy, but that's fine. Now, what we're going to add is we're gonna add um, some olive oil. We have a quarter cup plus two tablespoons. Just put it right into the bowl with all the other ingredients, drizzle it right in. I'm just eyeballing it. Okay. And then you want the grated zest and juice of one lemon. I absolutely love the lemon zest in this recipe. It adds just another dimension of that lemony flavor. And it smells incredible. The second you start zesting your citrus, it just like the smells in the air are just insane. So then I slice right through it and I use my hand underneath the lemon to capture all of that fresh lemon juice and to make sure that no pits fall into the bowl. And I really like this really citrusy. The lemon brings out all the other flavors and just brightens that grain so beautifully. I just love lemon so much. That acid is key. And what I want you to make sure that you guys do is season as you go. Obviously, everyone has different taste buds and different ideas of what is seasoned with salt, um, you know, well enough. So just make sure that you taste it after you season it. So right now, I'm just going to mix everything together. Oh, it's so gorgeous. And the second you start mixing it, the herbs just distribute so beautifully and it doesn't feel like it's too herb heavy. It's just gorgeous. Oh my God, I'm excited about this. 
Lunch is gonna be delicious today. And you know what? Tabbouleh is like my my husband's like all-time favorite thing. He loves this. Mmm. Mmm. So good. Perfect. See, for me, it's just, I'm adding a little bit more olive oil. But that is just perfect. Absolutely delicious. So the second it's seasoned to how you like... I'm just gonna put it to the side. And what I'm gonna do next is I'm going to put the pot on the stove and heat it up so I can poach my eggs. And we're gonna take a little break and I'll see you guys right after. And we're back. Hi guys, just to remind you, um, if you guys maybe forgot what we're making or forgot who's talking, my name is Eden Grinchban. I'm television host and cookbook author of Eating Out Loud. And we're making a recipe from my book, Poached Eggs with Frika Tabbouleh, Yogurt, and Harissa. And we're going to pick up the recipe from poaching my eggs. Okay, the next thing I'm gonna do is set up my station so I can get everything just ready. So I have a medium pot on the stove and I'm gonna turn on the heat. And what I'm gonna do now is I'm just going to let it kind of come to a gentle uh, simmer. And um, I'm going to season this water with some kosher salt. So I have around a teaspoon of kosher salt. Okay. Just gonna sprinkle that right in there. So you want your eggs to be nicely seasoned. And I'm also going to add two tablespoons of distilled white vinegar. Gonna eyeball that. And while it heats up, I'm going to get out a spatula or a wooden spoon. You want something that you can basically stir your water with because you're trying to make this like vortex, this gentle vortex. So it's starting to simmer. Now what I'm gonna do actually is I'm going to crack my eggs. I'm gonna do one at a time. And I like to do it actually, I, I do it into a bowl so that I make sure that there is no uh, shells in the eggs. And also this way it gives me more control when I put it into the water. Okay, so I just cracked one egg. I'm gonna put that to the side. And I have the other egg standing nearby because I'm gonna do it right after. And it's starting to simmer. And just turn that down a little bit. Just bring it up a little bit. There you go. And now I'm just going to start mixing the water. I have my wooden spoon in there and I'm going in a circular motion around it. Just keep going until you have a nice like little rhythm going. Okay, now remove your spoon and gently drop the egg right into the middle. Gorgeous. And it, the whites should just kind of fold in on itself. And now I'm going to get the other reg, egg ready. Right into the same bowl. Make sure it's not boiling, it's just a gentle simmer. Very important. And once this one sets up a little bit, you can kind of do the same thing where you have your spatula moving. I put my spatula back in and I start doing that circular motion again. 
Okay, and then I just gently drop the egg right into the water. And both of them should just slowly set up. Beautiful. The egg literally whips, the egg white literally whips around the egg yolk. And it creates this beautiful, perfectly poached egg. I love poached eggs. Now, while those poach, I'm just going to season my Greek yogurt. So I just have some plain Greek yogurt here. Uh, you can use love in it, or you can take Greek yogurt and, and put a little bit of garlic in there um, and some salt. I'm just going to put some salt today. Um, season it, give it a nice, a nice little pinch to bring out more of those flavors. Also, you want it to be a little bit more on the savory side. So I just sprinkled in some salt, mix it around. And I'm going to take two. I'm going to You know what? I'm going to just plate one bowl right now. So... The recipe calls for a quarter cup of yogurt. So you can do around a quarter cup, you can do even less per bowl. So basically plop it right onto the side and smear out a little bit on the, uh, the middle of it, creating this little well shape. And you want it to be on the oval side so that it can kind of accommodate both the eggs really nicely. And what I want you to do is I want you to have a paper towel or just a regular kitchen towel nearby because when we take out the poached eggs, they're gonna be pretty watery, and we wanna drain some of that water before we put it down on the yogurt. So I'm just checking on my eggs. They're looking really beautiful. And we wanna make sure that these are a nice runny yolk. We don't want it to be too um, cooked on the inside. I actually really don't like a hard boiled yolk. I'm pretty picky, but I also don't like it when it's too runny and kind of like goopy. My husband always makes fun of me when, when I order like sunny side up eggs. If it's too like goopy and like the white isn't set, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. So I just order over easy now. <laughs> okay, they're coming th together. It should take around three minutes to poach it perfectly. They're feeling really good. Yeah, they're feeling about right. So I'm gonna turn off the heat. And now what I'm gonna do is I'm just going to gently lift them out and put them one by one on the paper towel. And you can feel with your finger when it's done. It should give a little bit, but it should also be like firm around it. So I have my poached eggs right to the side. And I'm just going to put them on the paper towel to drain a little bit. And while they drain, I'm just going to grab my harissa. So I have store-bought harissa today. Um, but as I said earlier, I have an amazing harissa recipe in Eating Out Loud. I worked on that harissa recipe for so long. Um, and I'm incredibly proud of it. And I usually always have it in my fridge. Um, I just, right now I'm actually doing this out of my mom's fridge. So I don't have my usual uh, condiments on hand. So... I have the harissa here, and I'm just going to mix it with a little bit of olive oil. I took, I took around a tablespoon out. I'm gonna put around a tablespoon of olive oil in with that. And that's just going to loosen it up and get this beautiful harissa oil ready to plate. 
Okay, so the yogurt is down, the harissa oil is ready, my eggs are dried, and what I'm going to do is I'm actually just using my hands right now, but if you want to use, you know, a spoon, which is probably easier, I just transfer the poached eggs right on top of the yogurt, and I'm just going to take my tabbouleh, I'm going to give it one last mix, and also one last taste, because it's been sitting for a little bit, sometimes you need to... Just check for seasoning because, I don't know, if, you know, when it sits, it kind of loses its um, its tanginess or its saltiness sometimes, or maybe it might need, need a little bit more olive oil. So just give it one last mix. Taste it. Oh, it's perfect. So good. Grab a spoon. Here's the spoons. And just spoon it right next to the yogurt and the eggs. Oh, I have to call my husband down to try this. Ido? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, cool. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Isn't it beautiful? That's gorgeous. That's delicious. Wow. Mmm. Mm-hmm. You can find the recipe at the show notes on food52.com. Thank you for joining me. I'm eating Grinch Ban on Play Me a Recipe today. Uh, happy cooking, and I can't wait to see these recipes in your home. Enjoy, and I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.